Welcome back to another episode of the Diversions Podcast. Host here, my name's Keddy. And this is B. And we have another wonderful episode here for you all. Guaranteed. Uh, yeah, definitely guaranteed. <laughs> Hope all of you in the Midwest are staying warm because I haven't felt a freeze this in such a long time since probably Kingdom Hearts 3 came out and where I journeyed across the land to go to the mall for a midnight release of Kingdom Hearts 3. You're pulling such a walk both ways to school uphill in the freezing snow. Hey, I did have to drive uphill to get to the second floor of the mall, so... Okay, then uh, I, I I concede to your detrimental uh, legacy of this... It was cold. I remember I took a vacation because I was just like, you know what? Perfect. Freezing cold. I won't need to leave my house. Oh, that was a good, good week to off. Go. That was a very good week off. Good to go. Good to go. But hopefully it warms up because soon otherwise B's going to start making Mr. Freeze ice puffs. And I Brother, you should have not that. have put that idea in my head because I am going to do nothing but that this entire episode when they pop into my head now. I want you to know that. Let's dive in here. Where's <laughs> our usual weekly Rex? <laughs> You're just like, Ugh, shut up, move it along. <laughs> got it. Got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. <laughs> the disdain for my shenanigans is what sustains this podcast, apparently. But welcome to Bees Time. <laughs> the only time I choose to contribute. I encourage your shenanigans just so I can disdain them later on. Right? It kind of works out. It's a it's a good love-hate thing we got going on. Um, ooh, we have like matching hats, I just realized, by the way. We both have black Adidas beanies. Ooh, nice. Uh, bees bumping. There we go. Sorry, this song has been <laughs> stuck in my head. I, I got distracted because, all right, if anyone can hear in the background, if this recording even makes it to the light of day, uh, some homie in the, in the next room over must be practicing his guitar shredding skills or something like that because homie is jamming out over there and We've got a live uh, band with us today yeah we apparently we get you got we're gonna have a backing track from now on <laughs> so we're edging closer, closer and closer to being a talk show host uh, honestly yes we we need our uh our fred armison or our uh we need our own roots yeah there we go i was trying to think of like a good late night band i was trying to think if of we ever make it big i'm gonna get lost in kyoto to be my uh aunt's on said DJs. Actually, that would be legit, like, super lit. <laughs> Just, like, toss it over to them for, like, a second, make a little quip, and be like, boom, toss it back to you guys. They, hey, keep 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 that idea fresh in your head. All right, guys? Lost in Kyoto, we might, we, we might need to talk to you soon. Song I've been having stuck in my head for, like, an entire week. It will not get out. Uh, it's called A Lifetime of Bad Habits. Uh, and the band is called uh, Adjust the Sales. Uh, it just came on like my Spotify shuffle not too long ago, and it's been stuck in my head. I, it's just it's, it's like a cute little dumb poppy like kind of garage band vibe. Like what's going on next door? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like the stories you hear about like when um, Fall Out Boy was like getting started, and they were just kind of like hopping fences into like house parties and like seeing live music that way and stuff like that gives me that kind of a vibe but like very poppy and bright and stuff like that so it's a fun little one it got stuck in my head forever uh it's probably not going to be for everyone but uh it's got a really cute little uh like guitar walk in there that i really like cool, like cool, throughout cool. the whole thing um you'll probably hear it when Keddy puts it in the episode uh over my rambling so uh yeah i don't know i really liked it that and uh that new um jake johnson jake johnson yeah jake johnson no yeah right yeah jake johnson andy sandberg there you go uh self-reliance uh oh and anna kendrick is in it too um self-reliance on hulu it was uh it was good it was good good i will 
was not really expecting it to be what it turned out to be. And the ending kind of like was a nothing burger. So you're just kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. The movie's All over right. now. Um, but it's, it's pretty funny like along the way. Um, yeah, it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Nice, nice. Not like a, the strongest wreck I, I, I've had, but I, I definitely enjoyed this. And for the right person, I think you will also enjoy this one. So I got like, a bit of a bit of a hit or miss wreck section today. It's not bad. It's not bad. But to bring it back over to what you mentioned with uh, this band, what's it called uh, Justice Sales. Yes. When you mentioned Follow Boy, it's funny enough because this kid my mom used to nanny. Uh, he probably lived like maybe two or three blocks down from where Patrick Stump lived. Oh, for real? Yeah. Interesting. You infiltrate so many weird little sectors of like our lives. <laughs> You guys are. Everywhere. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I. I can't really like confirm this or not. But I mean, I, sometimes when we would like go through the alleyways, we would hear like music playing. And maybe Ooh. maybe it was them playing. Maybe it was just some dude working in his garage for some reason. I don't know. Maybe but, this this dude next door was just uh, moving around town. <laughs> but also for self reliance, I realized that Jake Johnson and Anna Kendrick are in a lot of work together. Wait, what else are they in together? They were in Drinking Buddies, and then... I forgot about that movie. I that, that was also kind of a nothing burger of a movie. I don't know. For me, I take those as, like, slice-of-life movies, I guess. you could If if I were to categorize it in one way or another. Yeah, I guess so. This one is not slice-of-life. Yeah, it like, looks the like... The concept of it, but it kind of ends up ending slice-of-life-y, which is very weird. My premise of it so far, it feels like it's going to be, like, an action movie, but... It is... The way you're describing it, I don't think it really. does not go that way. It's, it's not really. It's kind of... Like, I don't know if they try to get, like, kind of psychological into it. They do a bit. It's kind of like, for like for a minute, I thought the ending was going to be, like, Shutter Island, where, like, you realize, like, he was the crazy one all along. Hmm. But, uh, sorry, spoilers, if you haven't seen Shutter Island. Are they going to do a fight club? Uh, Yeah, no, and I was thinking, oh, maybe it's, like, a fight club kind of a deal. Uh, It is neither. It is just, it's very literal and straight up and just kind of ends <laughs> all right yeah it's a good little watch it's it's easy it's an hour and a half put it on all right all you can right. kind of like walk away during like big sections of it so <laughs> like honestly like if you like if you want to put it on while you're like cooking dinner or something like that i think that's a pretty good way to handle i it. guess you know it's good background noise but i don't know if that's a good thing for a movie i i, I don't know that's what i'm saying although like there is an art to background movies i oh my god i stumbled across this like I don't remember if it was like a Twitter thread or if it was like a Reddit uh, page or something like that, but it was about like the perfect background movies or might even been TikTok of like somebody like rating movies as like background movies, which they're like just engaging enough that like you see it and you're like, oh, cool, this movie's on. And then like you can kind of look over throughout like the party throughout the evening and just kind of like see like, you know, exactly what scene is on and stuff like that. Like it's popular enough that like everyone's familiar with it but maybe not everyone's seen it so you can kind of like get a glimpse and see if like hey is this the kind of movie i want to vibe to or something like that like there's an art to background movies this is true you just gave me an idea for what could have been another segment here for today because i was short on one (laughs) well we're gonna look forward to next week man and in the meantime if you guys want to let us know what your favorite background movies are or just like whatever movie one of my favorite like things to ask people is like what's the movie that no matter where you are or where like you put it on in the movie like it could be halfway through it could be like five minutes till it's over like what's a movie that like when it comes on tv or something like that you're leaving it you're gonna watch it for me gladiator interesting no I mean, matter what's gonna be something like what is a movie that you will stop to watch 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Like you put everything on hold and you're like, you know what? I need to come back to this old friend right now. See, there you go. Be Gabe Gladiator. Mine you'll find out next week then. Ooh, okay. I'll, I'll give you a couple other ones for next week too because <laughs> I, like th- I have like three or four that are just like anytime movies. They're just right. no matter where wherever I catch them, I'm like, you know what? You're going to finish it up. Yeah, this is a topic I've seen come up a couple times and that I've like talked with people before. So I think it should be a good one. We'll yeah. Tune in for next week, people, to find out more. There you go. A little, a little sneak peek of the of the road ahead. Yeah, but as for my weekly recommendation here, uh, it's a show or a cartoon show, actually, called The Secret Saturdays, a show that plays homage to the early action cartoons of Hanna-Barbera, such as Johnny Quest, The Herculoids, and Birdman. The fucking Herculoids. <laughs> Harry, Herculoids are great. I love the Herculoids. I love those guys. Uh, this show is about the Saturday family, Doc Saturday, Drew Saturday, and their son, Zack Saturday, along with their animal companions, Fiskerton, Zahn, and Komodo. Now, Fiskerton is like a Krypton himself, which is based off the Fiskerton Phantom. And then Zahn is a prehistoric, I don't know what kind of pterodactyl it is exactly, but it's one of those species. That's all I can tell you. Some sort of pterosaur. Yeah. And then Komodo is a genetically modified Komodo dragon that can also turn invisible and has some other abilities. Whoa. What is this show, dude? Yeah, this show came out way back in like 2009, 2000. I think it was it, it was way too ahead of its time. It just came out at the wrong time. Uh, Cartoon Network was like on a downward during that time when they were trying to do like live action stuff and everything. Yeah, that was a weird. And so this kind of like snuck in. I just wish we got more of it. I mean, they made some crossovers with like Ben 10 and Generator Rex here and there. But overall, good show. Uh, the family sets out to research and discover cryptids. For those who don't know, cryptids are creatures who have been in legends and folk tales that people believe to exist, but have yet been proven to exist. I remember seeing this, but I never actually watched it. Great show. Great voicing cast, too, actually. Cool. Ooh, I'm so excited to have this now. Where? Wow, where can we watch it now? Uh, it should be on Max, but may- maybe many don't know this about me, but I am a big on cryptozoology like i absolutely you're love just it. always dropping bits of lore about yourself i love I this man love it and if you do too this show is definitely for you because you just learned so much about like folklore but from different from different cultures as well that's i think that's what makes it appealing for me is like there's so many different takes on one creature from different cultures i like it so but this is also a good way because it leads me into our next topic which is <laughs> The meat and potatoes! <laughs> it doesn't get old. It doesn't. It's so fun. I'm going to do that when I'm in Ireland and get my ass whooped. Ooh, man. Yeah, I don't even know what's going to happen to you there. <laughs> <laughs> your mind just went blank with the possibilities of my demise. I loved seeing your face go through that, like, tormental, like, torrent of emotions there. I mean, because I, I, if I was there with you, I would be like, I'm not even going to Yeah, you would, you would just be like, you know what, you're on your way. You're, I was going to say, you're on your way. You're on your... Oh, my God. I'm Porky Picking again. I want you to know how much you have ruined me ever since you started doing that. Because <laughs> now I catch myself doing it in day, in like just everyday life. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Like, you're giving me a speech impediment. I hope you know. Uh, I'm doing nothing. This is already stuff that you have done. I was going to say, you were going to be like, you're on your own, white boy. And then I'm like, oh, I'll be in Ireland, though. It's going to be everyone who looks exactly like me. <laughs> so you would know. be the odd one out. Would I be? Because a lot of people in Ireland have brown hair and like a little bit more some have a little color on their skin some don't but if anything i would join in on them beating your ass yeah that is that is fair 100 percent. you had it coming i really did i really did but our next main topic here is called mystery 
of the Yeti. So we ain't talk about no uh, no tumblers either. No, <laughs> not not those Yetis. No, those are coolers, isn't it? Yeti coolers. They also make Yeti uh, d- d- tumblers. Tumblers. I've always known them more for their coolers, but I guess I'll. Nah, they're getting they're getting into the into the reusable mug game. I mean, now. why not? Between like uh, Stanleys and. Hydroflask. Hydroflask and shit like that. There's there's Yeti ones too, I think. I mean, you could also just go to any other store and get a regular one that's not brand. It's the same thing. It's the same cup. It's the same damn cup. I don't understand the hype for these things. I don't. I have a Contigo water bottle that I've had for years, and it's fucking amazing. I, I, don't, I don't really get it. Let me know if you're on board with Contigo. Who my, who my Contigo gang? Oh, good. Who's with us? Anyways, but up in the eastern mountains of India, the creature behind the legend of the Yeti has been uncovered, or so it seems. Mm. Sadly, it's not some giant bipedal creature who makes snow cones like the ones in Monster Inc. Welcome to the Himalayas! But rather, it's a Tibetan blue bear. Now, what's really cool about this is that it's one of the rarest subspecies of bears, and it was caught on video for the first time ever. And I mean, in a snowstorm, I can definitely see why people would see it as a yeti. Really? This dude just looks like a bear. I mean, that's what I'm saying in a snowstorm. Like, yeah, know, okay. You know, like back then, like now people, we know we know a lot more about stuff like that. But I, that, I'm still not ruling out the fact that a Yeti can exist. I mean, yeah, no, it, it's out there. It's out there. It, it can, I, I know I know in my heart it's out there. I mean, it, it can be. Who knows? Just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Do you want to go Yeti hunting? If you won't go ghost hunting, you want to go Yeti hunting? Hell no. I'm not going up to the Himalayas. Okay, maybe not Yeti, but Bigfoot. We can go Bigfoot. Maybe. Oh, we can go up to like the Pacific Northwest and like do a little, a little, little, little front vacation, and then also record an episode. I'm gonna, need a, I'm gonna need a leash for you because you'll get lost. I am going to fall to my death somewhere out there, a hundred percent. That, or I'm going to befriend the Yetis, like that one episode of uh, Futurama when Fry loses his nose. <laughs> I feel like you would piss off the Yetis. Uh, yeah. There's no in between. It's either gonna love me or hate me. <laughs> it will take care of me as it's young. <laughs> But uh, reading this report about the mystery of the Yeti, or the legend of the Yeti, I should say, uh, made me think about some other cryptids that we have here in America. And these are some pretty famous ones that you know, maybe you don't know. So Chicago here is famous for its Mothman. Either it's a man who's part moth, or a moth with humanoid features, with many claiming to see it, and some snapping some really poor quality photos, obviously. Yeah, Mothman's one of those ones that, like, like I never really thought of as a, like a Chicago one, because, like, Mothman pops up all over the place, like Jersey, New York, like really. I've I've always associated with something Chicago because everyone's saying it. They always see it like near O'Hare or like in Wicker Park or something like that. There, there's like several cities or states where like they're really pre- prevalent. Um, do you ever watch the Mothman prophecies with uh, no? What's his name? Gerbil what? Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his. I like right how you're now. still going after I said no. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Um, like the actor? Yeah, yeah, the movie. Uh, Mothman Prophecies. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's based on a real story about, like, a bridge that collapses. Um, I want to say it's in, like, New Hampshire or something like that. That um, sounds like a bridge town. Or can, yeah, yeah, very bridge, bridgey town, right? Yeah, no, that was based on real events where, like, this guy was seeing, like, visions of this moth thing, and it's, it was, like, this big conspiracy theory or something like that, and it was the whole thing happened right before like a massive bridge collapse that like killed a bunch of people. So they say that the Mothman is supposed to like foretell doom, uh, doom or like big events or something like that. 
Um, so he's kind of everywhere. And I could see that being a big thing in Chicago for sure. That's very interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Watch, watch, watch Mothman Prophecies. It's a pretty cool movie. Every time I hear about Mothman, Joel, it just reminds me of Killer Moth from Teen Titans. Like, that's what I imagine Mothman yeah. will look like. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but the next creature that we have here is called Champ. Monster in Lake Champlain. I love Champ! Now, if the Scots have Nessie and Lake Locke, or is it just Locke? Because Locke means lake. Locke means lake. Yeah, because I was lake like... Lake Locke. <laughs> well, that's the thing, I guess it's weird though because some people describe it as Lake Loch Ness. I'm like, wait, you're just saying Lake twice. Are you are you, are you hearing that from Americans? Yes, that is. Why. And it's also in the article I was reading. I'm like, this this makes no. I makes wait, no really? Sense. Yeah, I'm like this makes no sense. Which is why I wrote it this way. Because but now that I'm reading it to myself out loud, I'm just like, wait, I'm just saying Lake twice. Yeah. So like I said, the Scots have Nessie and Loch Ness, and I mean, geez, like try saying that ten times fast. Lake Loch, Lake Loch, <clears throat> Lake Loch, Lake Loch, Lake Loch, Lake Loch. Lake Loch. <laughs> Oh, Fuck, I'm going to Porky Pig again. <laughs> America over here has Champ in Lake Champlain, and it could be another prehistoric creature or simply a massive sturgeon, which I'm okay with both. Honestly, like anything is possible. that's still cool if it's a gigantic fish. I mean, I've seen videos, like a while ago, I've seen videos of like some creature like swimming, like zooming past the boat, and people are just like, oh my God, what is that? What is that? Oh, we be zooming. Yeah, and I if, if no one has ever seen what a sturgeon can look like, look up sturgeons, and it, these things can get massive. I'm looking one up. Right massive, now. which makes me leads me to think it's like okay, what out there can hunt these son of a bitches? Homie busted out some like synth music. <laughs> They're all over the place. This is such a weird episode. I mean, oh, I don't know if these are creepy looking guys. I like them. They look funny. Yeah, but do you see how big they can get? Holy shnikes! That thing's huge! Yeah, they can't even get bigger than that. Oh my god, that's probably like an average size one. Oh my god, these things are huge. So, it, again, like, like it leads you to think it's like, what out there is hunting these things? Whoa. Uh, they, they caught a hundred-year-old um, sturgeon in British Columbia last year. And this thing looks massive. Yeah, they can wow. get real big. They can get real big. Dude, if these things are in just like lakes, no matter like anywhere, then of there's got to be something in Champlain. So I mean, anything is possible. Obviously, I don't know. There's waste. I guess you can you can use all these machines or whatever to detect if anything there. No one's ever really seen anything, but the legend still lives. People still claim to see something. So who knows? I mean, it's maybe it's not possible for like a pleosaur to survive to this day and age. But hey, we made movies about two megalodon sharks, so. These guys are driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, damn it, I did the button. Ah! <laughs> you were pointing out every one of my terrible habits, and you were making me so self-conscious. Oh, oh man. man. But uh, uh, here I go again. <laughs> oh, God. I'm getting stuck in, like, a time loop. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Oh, man. Oh, you, oh, guys, if you could see me just, like, mentally imploding right now, it's it's bad. I'm going downhill. As I was previously mentioning, right? I don't remember what I was saying. I got so so off track by you were going to say something about Champ. I was going to say something about Champ. He exists. Lake Loch Ness ex- or Lo- Nessie exists. <laughs> you said Lake Lake. <sighs> Fuck! I'm falling apart, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know you've come to me for professionalism at all times, but uh, clearly you're not getting it today. 
Oh, man. As if I ever did. But no, I believe that, you know, in a big body of water, I mean, dude, we know more about the surface of the moon than we know about our oceans. Like, there's so much stuff that could be out there that I just really want to believe that, like, this is possible. There could be a Nessie. There could be something else that just, like, lives at the bottom of the sea. Maybe it doesn't want to surface. Maybe it doesn't I mean, need to. We need. I mean, we know more about space than we do about our own oceans. So. That's what I'm saying, dog. Just, like, open yourself to the possibility of some big majestic creature just chilling chilling in a lake let it be but the next legend that we have here is called the beast of busco what the fuck is that in indiana there are legends of an enormous snapping turtle it's just a big turtle big turtle wandering out in the lands now this turtle won't impart wisdom like the one in never-ending story but it will (laughs) definitely swallow you whole i was thinking of the uh the turtle from kung fu panda (laughs) Well, he's a tortoise, I guess, but still. He's, yeah, he's a tortoise. Different oh, subspecies. Uh, the creature has not yet been found, but uh, somehow this legend still exists. And, uh, you know, hey, there's been legends of people saying that the world lies on the back of a turtle and stuff like that. So this can't be too far-fetched. Whoa. Are you looking I'm, up? I'm, looking, I'm looking at some pictures right now. And <laughs> this could, this it, thing straight up looks like Torterra. <laughs> I mean, this thing could just be an oversized turtle. Which in and of itself is also awesome it really is like i i don't care what you say that that is as close to a dinosaur as you're gonna get i feel like these are just oversized creatures like how if you ever if you're ever playing uh this is the pokemon legends of arceus like those alpha pokemon this is what yeah these are this is an alpha turtle for sure man uh i was oh man i forgot what i was gonna say (sighs) you doing all right dude i i don't know where my brain is at today i got no sleep (laughs) I oh man, this is 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 this a long day? It was a long day. Sorry guys, apologize. It's like his first day. He can just sit back, kick his feet up. I, I was I was feeling so good going into this episode too, and the minute we started, <laughs> I just got thrown off. Oh Ugh. my god. Well, gotta get it together now, man. We got an, We got an episode to finish here. The, I was gonna say it's the Yao Ming of turtles. That's what I was gonna the say. The Yao Ming of turtles. The Yao Ming of turtles. It's just a big old turtle. Huh. You could have. You had Shaq. You had Wilt Chamberlain. I you I had... know. I don't know why I went. Oh, I should have gone Shaq. You're right. God damn. That's why I have you as an editor, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not editing that. I know. I know. But you'll f- make something of it. Uh, I believe in you. The next one I have here is it is the Chupacabra. And I'm sure everyone is super familiar with this one. But what's funny to me is that how this one spans across all continents of America. Not just here in the U.S., but also in Mexico, Latin America, even in Puerto Rico and the Caribbean Sea. They all have like their own iteration, even down to like South America as well. But they all have their own chupacabra. But what's very creepy to me is that all of the descriptions are exactly the same. I mean, they, they all describe it having like reptilian skin, large eyes and spikes. But every time I see an artist's rendition, I'm like, this just looks like a big alien that looks like half a lizard. And I'm just like, it's it's funny to me, but I'm just like, is this what it really looks like? Or Yeah, I, I picture them like smaller, like dog sized. They're, suppo- they're supposed to be small. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. They're not big, but they're just, it's, it's just the way the artists draw them. I'm just like, this looks funny to me. I'm going to pull up some Chupacabra pictures because I want to see what people. It was funny though, because the first report of a Chupacabra came from Puerto Rico. Oh, for real? Yeah, that was the first sighting of one. And then it spanned out over to Chile and Argentina and then over in um, Mexico. See, this one looks like like a coyote with like spines on its back. That's different. That's one of the more different ones looking I've ever seen. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never really seen it look like that. This one looks like a fucking demon chihuahua. Whatever this is. Huh. 
I mean, before I go into that, I remember when I first heard about this, like, uh, cryptid, I was over in El Salvador as a kid, and, like, we were hearing about it on the news, and I'm like, fuck, I was like, we're gonna run into one, aren't we? No, I was like, no, my luck, as soon as I step outside, I'm gonna see some shit, and I'm gonna be <laughs> fucking terrified. But you, people have been gone. saying that, you know, uh, there's, I guess, some disease called mange, yeah. mange, or something like that, that, like, alters the appearance of creatures that make them look like they have leathery skin and like reptilian features kind of thing and people they were saying that's what people have probably mistaken the chupacabra for yeah it's kind of like psoriasis for like furry creatures is kind of how i picture it which is when you when you showed me the picture of the coyote that looks like it has specks in his back that's probably what it they maybe that's what people saw like a coyote head mange or something like that but it's still possible <clears> that there's something out there because there have been animals found with their blood sucked dry um is it is it chupacabra though, or is that aliens? Who who knows? Do you want to subscribe to that one? Are you an alien guy too? Yeah, I would yeah. say yeah. Like a like a Area Fifty One, like Roswell. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it's I can't discredit it. We can't say it's not. It doesn't exist. You know. Would you Naruto run on Area Fifty One? Oh hell no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I I really want to follow up with the, with those guys and see what the hell happen. Oh no, definitely not. <clears throat> oh wow, they actually did a full on study into this about. What the chupacabra? Oh yeah, there was a huge because I in guess 20, in twenty seventeen, like recently. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're saying the same thing though. Mange. Yeah, it, it, it could it could be a mange. It's just a manged coyote, I believe. Who knows? Well, that's what they want you to think. Maybe that's, yeah. that's maybe what they want you to think. They're just trying to rationalize it away. Yeah, because again, like we just said, like there's so many undiscovered species out there. Like maybe that just is one. Maybe it's an offshoot of a coyote or something like that. That got bit by a vampire bat and grew a Could taste for blood. Like, I remember my world was blown. When I found out that animals can be hybrids. Like, when I found like the a liger. liger. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Napoleon liger. Dynamite did change my like, world. No, after this that. was before Napoleon Dynamite. I think I was like in sixth grade or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I never knew about a liger until Napoleon Dynamite. It was like a, I was at the library and there was like, I guess what it was, like Newsweek for Kids or something like that. Sounds familiar. Something like that. They had a report about like hybrid animals, and I was reading all about it. And I'm like, a liger? I'm like, what the hell is a liger? And then they're like, it's a cross between a tiger and a lion. And I'm like, how the hell? And then you can reverse it, and, and it's be a, a tigon. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it depends on like what the dad is. Yeah. If the parent is a lion and the mother is a tiger, it's a tigon. And then if the father is a tiger and the mother is a lion, it's a liger. Okay. So the mother determines like the which order the animal goes in okay cool yeah, yeah yeah yes i guess so and then what was there was like a walfin which was like a whale and a dolphin cross breed huh i'd be really curious to look into that one too uh, this whole this whole episode is just me googling weird animals <laughs> i love this i'm having a great another time. one was like a koi wolf i was like a coyote and a wolf i'm like okay that that seems normal but i mean there was always an existing hybrid which was the mule which is a donkey yeah, exactly. and a horse. So i'm like i'm like oh shit i'm like i took i didn't need i was like I was like, I never knew that. I thought yeah, a mule I know that. was I just th- like its own animal. I thought it was just another name for a donkey. I didn't that realize too. it was like a donkey and a horse. Um, yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure mules are like sterile. I think so. Yeah, I and I wonder if that's the case for like all of these hybrids. It might be for all of them. I mean, the most fucked up name I saw was a cross between a buffalo and a cow, and they called it a beefalo. I have heard of that. <laughs> I'm just like, why? I think they're pretty <laughs> cute, actually. Hold on, beefalo, and I'm, it's just like why, why? why? Oh no, it just kind of looks like a yak. Yeah, that dude got a hog on him though. Goddamn, oh shit, Nikes. I am uh, 
regretting this decision already. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot of. Uh, that was a lot of cow dick I just saw. <laughs> that, oh sh- that should not have been the first thing that came up when I googled uh, that. Why was that the first thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Well, I mean, it's just you did. You can't hide it, man. It's nature. It's out there. It just happens to be very visible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good good for you, Beefalos. Good for you. But for any of you who are out there and listening <coughs> in, uh, please let us know if you have any of your favorite cryptids. I mean, I'm a big fan, and if you really want to dive into the world of cryptids, you should definitely go check out Secret Saturdays because it all ties in together. It's a great show. I oh, love it. man. That's such a perfect good. Good, good segment, buddy. I got to say, I love the way that rolled together. It happens when I do my research, just like the theme park. That's true. We need we need you to use your autism for good. Autism. <laughs> Stop. People are legit gonna think I'm autistic when I'm not. <laughs> you, you've you've tapped into their superpowers. At I've the, tapped the into their superpowers. <laughs> yes. Okay. The powers of the spectrum. Okay. Oh man, this is probably a good time for a break then. So. The Transformers will return after these messages. Tell us what we are drinking here today. Oh, that's the good stuff right there. Um, this one was actually a donation. Woohoo! We from, finally got sponsored. Uh, sure, by Jeff. <laughs> so, donation from a uh, friend, friend of the pod, uh, Jeff, uh, one of our better question asker, askers, and uh, the guy I like to talk about uh, beer with at work. Oh, sorry, it was kind of overflowing, so I had to take a sip. Um bad not bad at all right it just kind of it, it just goes down uh, it's, it's one not, of the better christmas beers um yeah i agree like i don't i don't really get much out of christmas ales uh so this is saint bernardus uh the guy christmas in front, ale. though he gives me rapey vibes though he does 100 percent. he's creepy as hell <laughs> i do not like him and this reindeer is just so like slapdash thrown on there that um, reindeer has seen some shit that reindeer's seen a lot of shit, dude. That's a very good point. <laughs> you know that's sorry to interrupt. Like this artwork <laughs> on the front reminds me of all like the what's it called? Is it candy popcorn or whatever? Or, like the popcorn tin buckets that I used to get back in the nineties. Yeah. 90s. Wow. Spot on, dude. Or like, would you were you ever like back when Carson's was a thing and they had like their whole Christmas display? Like they yes. had their own like I guess. They had like their own Carson's brand of like Christmas decorations, and like this is the artwork that was on some of the decorations. I feel. I I bet, but no, you're spot on with the popcorn one. Like same exact. It's like the same exact blue. Yeah, <laughs> like that. It's like a spot on blue, and like they got the little things. No, that, I I agree. But this guy in the can, do not trust him. He looks creepy as hell. Um, this is a strong Belgian beer. It's a Christmas ale. Uh, and it's 9.8%. Uh, and this should be kicking. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Back to back strong beer weeks, kind of <laughs> killing me. I'm going to have to switch it up and go light next week. This is probably why he's all flustered today. Uh, honestly, it could be, even though I've barely even finished my first can. But this thing is uh, kicking. You know what? I probably haven't eaten enough today. Work was insane. There That's also go. why I'm losing my mind slowly but surely in front of you all. So thank you for watching my or listening to my descent to madness. Um, but yeah, dude, this is good. If you ever get a chance, I, I mean, obviously it's a Christmas sale, so it's not going to be coming around for another year or so. But when it pops up on your radar, St. Bernardus Christmas sale, uh, definitely give it a go. It's super easy to drink. Uh, there's nothing crazy about it. It's not like. Yeah, it's not a hard. It's other not Christmas beers I take a while to drink, but this one, it goes down really smooth and that's very dangerous. I agree. Yeah, it's got it's just got a good Belgian uh, triple kind of a flavor. And it just doesn't do anything crazy, but it packs a punch. And, you know, I appreciate it. I really am starting to appreciate beers that just are super, super drinkable, but 
will yeah. kick your ass. <laughs> it has a nice little undertaste. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, right? I can't really f- put my finger on that one either, but it's... It like it's, melts in your mouth. Yeah, it's kind of got like a... Like a bre- it hugs your it's uh, got like taste a, buds. It's got like a breadiness to it, so it feels like very wholesome. I, I don't know why I'm, in my head I'm picturing the sensation of eating a... It's like raisin bread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like not really like a sweetness to it, but you can tell that there's like something there, like a heartiness, but it's also like you know, like just it, kind of in raisin bread, there's that swirl that you see yeah. in the bread. Yeah. That's the part that's hugging your taste buds. Oh, buddy. I love the pictures you're painting today. Good stuff. That reminds me of Gurren Lagan. The, the spiral <laughs> energy. <laughs> or anti spiral energy. Apparently there's a Gurren Lagan movie in theaters right now. Yeah, they re uh they re released the uh recap movie. Because I'm pretty sure they condensed the whole series into just a movie, and so this is like Probably. The, this is like the uh, 15th or 25th anniversary. How old is that anime? It could be 25th anniversary or 15th. It, it could be either of those. Um, but w- regardless, it's a big anniversary for them, and so they re-released into a lot of theaters. Um, I didn't realize that already happened, though. That's cool. Is yeah. Oh, we should see if it's uh, available. I'd probably be down for that, yeah. I yeah. know next week I'm probably going to see Godzilla Minus One again, but in black and white. Oh, that's an interesting move. I'm excited for that. Why are they doing that? Just for shits and gigs? Well, I mean, there was, I guess, back for popular demand. I guess the demand for this Godzilla movie is really high. Like, everyone's responding to it very well, which makes me glad. That's awesome. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I still haven't gotten around to seeing it. Oh, I, just, I just feel like Godzilla is such a world that, like, I have to, like, prepare myself to enter into, you know? Well, this would be a good starter movie, so. That's true. All right, cool. I'm sold. But aside from this Christmas, I just hate that I have to put my mouth near where this guy's face is. He's he's just creepy. It's, it's like he wants you to put your mouth there, and yeah. that's the worst part about it. That is the worst part about <clears> it. <throat> I don't trust you, man. Guys, pour this into a glass if you're going to drink it. <laughs> don't let don't let him ruin your day. Seriously, like he looks friendly, but like too friendly, a little too friendly. Yeah, and look, oh, he's he's holding his hand. He's like this. He's like. Like, what are you measuring there, buddy? Huh? Yeah, for real. What are you measuring? Are you, what are you implying here? He's like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's got such a menacing look to his face. I This is tremendous podcasting for an audio episode. <laughs> I want you to know. But regardless, take my word for it. Got a very punchable face. He's got such a punchable face. But speaking of throwing punches. We now return to the Transformers. We're moving on here, and we're going ghost. Okay, good uh, enough. <laughs> I was lot- gonna ra- I'm going to start rating your segues. That <laughs> okay. was like a three. <laughs> yeah. I'm very frustrated with this guy in the can. Yeah, he's clearly got you flustered too. <laughs> this is the most flustered episode we've ever done, guys. It's all right. If only we can go ghost and leave him. I mean, I basically can. I'm going ghost! But a live-action movie of Danny Phantom is reportedly in the works over at Paramount. Oh, it's a movie? Yeah, it is a movie. Not a series, a movie. For those who are unfamiliar with Danny Phantom, first of all, where the hell have you been? Because you're missing out. Bro, He, I should have known I was queer a long time ago, by the way. I, I love Danny Phantom. I remember someone at school made fun of me because I wanted to watch... Or because I watched Danny Phantom over watching Pimp My Ride, and I'm just like... <laughs> Hey, we heard you like ghosts, so we put a ghost in your car. <laughs> we haunted your vehicle. Because I was just like, I was just like, there's a new Danny Phantom coming. I was like, I want to watch it. And they're just like, why would you want to watch that? <laughs> Everyone knows all the cool kids watch Pimp My Ride. And I'm just like, they don't even get to keep the car. 
Dude, they take everything out of it. it they, they ruin this person's life oh, God. for TV. I, I'm shocked that show went for as long as it did because it was absolutely abysmal to the They were probably losing it. money doing it, so. Oh, 100%. Exhibit funded that probably the entire time. Yeah. And look where he's at now. Fucking nowhere, that, unless he's somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Just, What's Exhibit up to? Are we living off the grid comfortably? Yeah. Anyways, back to Danny Phantom. His story follows Danny Phantom in his young days, who one day enters his parents' malfunctioning ghost portal and accidentally turns it on, which turns him into a human half-ghost hybrid kind of thing. Ooh, a lot of hybrids on this episode. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a hybrid episode. My man's got themes out the wazoo. Now, charged with the responsibility of protecting our world from ghosts, Danny juggles high school relationships and ghost hunting in his adolescent life. So very Spider-Man Blue Beetle vibes right here going on. Totes. Totes. It's really good. I, that's, I think that's what hooked me on Danny Phantom when it first came out. Now, I'm going to get my complaints out of the way first for about this whole project and everything. I and agree. My one complaint, it's it's cool. It's cool that we can get a live action Danny Phantom. I think it, it could definitely work, especially on a movie budget. Or like, And I will take any form of continuation of Danny Phantom that I can get whatsoever because it's such a great series mm-hmm. and the way it ended i mean it ended nicely but it was just like you could tell there was so much more to there, give. there was a lot was more so to much more to give but anyways like why couldn't we just have this be an animated feature like what happened to nickelodeon films where did that go i mean we got to see the rugrats in theaters three times we got to see the wild thornberries twice so why can't my boy danny get on the silver screen once like, I want that orange VH chest tape that says Danny Phantom the movie. Dude, I forgot they had orange tapes. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, like, yeah, that's a very good point, though. Like, what happened to Nickelodeon movies? Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> He's falling apart over here, people. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> I'm this, losing I'm losing him. Uh, this, is, this is, I'm being held together with duct tape and This is why I'm sending him point. to Ireland. <laughs> You're sending me? <laughs> Freddie, you might not get me back. He's... I'm touring Guinness and Jameson, man. <laughs> That's his, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when you fire people, what's it called? The what package? Oh, it's my severance package? There we go. That's, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, what is the word I'm trying to think of? <laughs> yeah, go enjoy your vacation. I come back and like you change all the locks and I can't get <laughs> in. I'm like, uh, and I hear you recording in here with like Kayla and Tali or something like that. Oh, that's funny. But no, seriously, like, what happened to Nickelodeon films? Because you're right, the Rugrats movies, Wild Thornberry's movies, those movies were amazing. And then they stopped. We even got the Hey Arnold movie, which was a movie. Oh, yeah, we did get that Hey Arnold movie, but that yeah, wasn't. Everyone forgot about well, it. I think everyone forgot about it because it came so late, but also. It was just such a one shot story that had nothing to do with the whole hey arnold series yeah well it was also like way after it was over so they're just like man we'll make whatever but still there's like we could resolve some other we, we still had the mystery of his parents which another movie like for tv later on did but yeah but i mean like what do we think this is going to be about do we think this is going to be like like we literally just talked about the girl and Logan movie uh it's just a movie that recaps like the entire series essentially well do we think we're gonna get something like that or do you think no, we're gonna no, get no. a continuation i think we're just I just gonna, hope we don't end up with like the live action fairly odd parents abortion no, I think, that we had I think recently it, i think because this is gonna be paramount doing it and not nickelodeon studios doing it we might get something around i want to say pg-13 rating kind of thing they're probably gonna try to if they are smart and if they are right they will try to make this their spider-man 
because it is a similar trajectory path between Danny and Peter Parker. It is such a popular IP too. Like I've never heard a single person say a bad thing about like a Danny Phantom. And anyone who does, fuck them. True. So I don't know what direction they're going to go with this. Uh, the fact that it's in Paramount's hands makes me a little bit more confident. But live action animation always scares me, man. Well, it's, it's so it's, easy to do it badly. It's easy to do it animated, but I think this concept is not too hard to do in live action. You know, it's like, it's not too demanding on CGI effects or anything else. You're just giving some kid ghost powers now. The actor who can pull this off, I don't know who can be. I mean, I do have an idea of who it could be. Who are we thinking? I'm thinking Asher Angel, the guy who portrayed Billy and Shazam. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that'd be really good. Good call, buddy. I think he would be a good Danny. I think he's got the chops for it. I mean, he's probably one of the best. Even in Shazam, when I was watching Shazam 2, I realized I was just like, this movie's being carried by this dude. And then Zachary Levi is just playing a whole different character despite being the same person. Yeah, they really didn't mesh uh, as much as I would have. In the uh, first movie, it did. But in the second movie, I, I don't know what happened. I don't uh, know what happened. You fall off the rocker. Zachary Levi is just getting crazier and crazier. But I do think the concept of Danny can work in live action. I Like I mentioned earlier, I think if they give it the Spider-Man Blue Beetle approach, it will be stellar. Oh, dude. 100% sure. popular. All the characters in the show are great, and they really develop throughout the series. Like One of the biggest examples for me is Mr. Lancer, who was voiced by Ron Perlman, actually. If you believe it or not. No way. Yeah, that was Ron Perlman. The teacher, oh, I didn't even or the know. Vi- not even the teacher, the vice principal. Yeah, that was Ron Perlman. Oh, that's so funny, dude. So early in the series, he's like a big foil, like antag- like minor antagonist for Danny's school life early in the series. But as it progresses, he actually starts to become a big ally and actually cares for Danny's well-being and like you know his success of life, like where he's going to be and everything. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's great. Like from season one to season four or three, wherever Danny Phantom ended. I want to say they had four seasons. But yeah, I think it's really good. And also like his progress with like Tucker and Sam, like even his sister. Don't get me started on Sam. That that awoke so many people's goth girl fantasies. <laughs> like you would not believe. Dis- Disney and Nickelodeon back in the day, and to a lesser extent Cartoon Network, um, it just made everyone wanted it. Everyone of our generation want a, a goddamn goth mommy. And I will not apologize for that. I mean, I had a goth girlfriend in high school. Proud of you, buddy. My guy. I I mean, I, I don't know how. I mean, whatever. You, you, hate, you hate to see people live in your dreams, you know? <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, it's a really good show, man. I want to go back and rewatch it. And you're right. The IP is like, oh, it's so ripe for like exploitation, which I hate saying. But like, they could do so much with this, with this property. I'm surprised there's no like comic going on for this or anything like because avatar got comic books and everything going here i wonder i wonder if like maybe a lot of this i don't know how much is tied up between nick and how much is like tied up butch hartman it could that could be a reason why but like if they're able to make a movie well make i guess movie rights and tv rights are two whole separate licensing things yeah so that could be oh they could have only licensed it for like for butch to have like tv rights or something like that it could be i mean who who knows licensing so stupid but it, it also depends. It's like when he created Danny Phantom, it's like did he anything he creates is under Nickelodeon's Paramount's ownership? Or yeah, because that's like usually how the Disney contract kind of goes. It's like if you think of it while you are employed with us, you have to give us like control. it's there, it's theirs. Yeah, it's insane. I remember it reading that one time. They're like, it's it sucks, but like with the way Butch Hartman's going right now, it's like okay, it's probably better that he doesn't have it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. 
Not, like, not saying he's a bad person. He's just being <clears throat> religiously weird. He's yeah. He's a little over the top at the moment. Like he's making like Christian cartoons and everything. And I'm like, bro, what? I mean, like, good for you. Do like, what you gotta do. But like, yeah, like, it, fine, is, fine. it is. Do do what you gotta do. But just don't be overbearing and like you know start shaming and like calling stuff out. I was like, bro, whoa, 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 whoa. You're free to preach whatever religion you want. But like once you start crossing the hate line, it's just like yeah, you're you're starting to go a little J.K. Rowling, and we need you to rein that shit in, Doug. But I do have ideas for this first film of Danny Phantom, actually. Give it so, to me. For the first film, I think we should stay away from Vlad Plasmius as much as possible. 100%. I am sick and tired of the antagonist having the same power set as the hero. I don't think we need that. We need some contrast here. We need, we need to see why the villain is such a threat to our hero. The box and it's, ghost. The box ghost would be funny as <laughs> hell. But no, I have. Remember the future timeline when the box ghost is badass? Yeah, and then his wife is. Oh my god, goes, what was the. Ro- Roxy? Was that her name? The rock star ghost? That's Ember. Ember. Hold on. Whew. Hold the lid on that. We'll get to that in just a bit. Sorry, I'm just. I'm, I'm on my goth mommy kick at the moment. <laughs> so we got to stay away from Vlad Plasmias as much as possible. Vlad Plasmias is another character in Danny Phantom who has ghost powers similar to Danny. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone here about. And about he's him. a Packers fan. Definitely a villain. I like how you said that after I said that I didn't want to spoil anything about the character. I don't think that has to. That, that's fine. That's fair game. He's a okay, Packers fine, fan. Okay, fine, fine. We can say he's a Packers fan. So we hate him Bastard. even more. But I think we need to stay away from him till either the second or the third movie. You can tease him in the first movie. Ooh, like, you know, tease like, him all like, you want, baby. Build him up. You know, build. Actually, I think that would be better if you build him up and make him the final villain of the series or whatever. Because the way the way these kind of movies happen nowadays, like you have a planned trilogy ahead. You know. Yeah, you really need to plan. Uh, thank like you, you Marvel, for ruining everything. But you need to plan for a trilogy. I mean, or, or if you want to do this, if, if you want to do this like a standalone movie by itself, even, even then, stay away from Vlad Plasmius. Don't do it. Yeah. But we all know this is going to lead to sequels if it's successful and everything else. So, yeah, you, like, you need that to be your Doctor Doom. Like, that's endgame level stuff. Oh, and Skulker? <gasps> so. Okay, sorry. I just, oh, oh. The ideas are running rampant right now. So I think for this debut film, the villains that should be focused here are actually Ember and Skulker. Sir, how are we so in sync right now? I'm not even looking at the notes. I want you guys so, to know. Me and me and Keddy are just on that wavelength. The so moment. the reason why is because Ember can use her siren song to enchant people and give her power and like you know like take that can help her take over the human realm or anything else. While Skulker can be her enforcer. I think it's so funny that I mentioned the two exact people and I did not even read these notes beforehand. And I'm looking at them right now and I'm like, oh my god, I'm clairvoyant. Also, because, the reason I choose these two as well is because in the series, they are in a relationship too. It's kind of a comedic relationship, but they yeah. are together. And they're both kind of um, <clears throat> very entry-level villains. You know what I mean? They are very entry-level. Like, Ember is like, you know, control people with music. Cool. Yeah. Not- which, which makes sense for people of Danny's age. and like That's what I'm saying. But it's like, you know, that's like not, you know, cataclysmic, life-ending, I want to destroy you, Danny Phantom. Like you're going to get from like Vlad Plasmias or something like that. This is like a very much like, oh, what a little problem. Introduce you to the ghost world. I am the box ghost. Aside from the box ghost. <laughs> we need a box ghost reference. I mean, it'd be funny. The box ghost was like his, it would, the box ghost would probably be his first ghost that he faces off. Who, who would you get to play the box ghost? 
Who would I get to play? My first thought for some reason is Kyle Kinane. I was a, what's his name from SNL? Bobby. Bobby Moynihan? Yeah. Bro, you're so good at this. That's perfect casting. That's who I would like to be the box ghost. Dude, that's so spot on. I love that. Oh, that's hilarious. That would okay. Be Ember then? Ember? I guess, I don't know. This is, I'm not saying this should be the casting, but we need to generate some money here. Facts. We need to generate some money. We, we need, need a we, name attached to this. We need an audience to come in. You got to get Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, Bridget Jones' diary, Fenton. Stop your screaming and get over there into the safe area. Boom. Done. Done deal right there. I love that. Absolutely. Skulker. Skulker. Well, it's, well, it's funny because you need, you, you need somebody to play the skulker you see and you need somebody to play yeah. the skulker you get you know what i mean obviously one of those can be cgi and obviously the other one is just it can be practical it can be done practical bro i'm just like picturing his voice right now he's got such a good voice i mean the voice can still be the i think if if you're if you're using the i don't want to spoil this because I, I do love i want people to check out danny fandom but if you you can use the original voice actor's voice for skulker yeah oh yeah actually that's even better even though it's going to be live action, like yeah. you know, there's not going to be some CG elements in there. You know what I mean? There's going to be some CG elements, but I still feel Especially like, like good luck the doing... skulker that we see can still be practical because there's nothing too crazy that you need to CGI. It'll be it'll be Iron Man esque. Yes, you know they'll... you can you can do it's it's going to be a combination of the two. I feel. yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna have to CG what they need to you know what cannot be done, but the rest they can probably handle. Also, great cosplay idea by the way. It would be great, but it's, I feel like that's, that's I don't know how that's a lot of work. work. A lot of foam and like cutting and everything. Oh, bro, I'm going to be Box Ghost for C2E2. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, brother. Oh, I'm so excited for this now. But um, no, I agree. I'm all right. The more you're talking about it, the more I'm getting excited. Um, I love fan casting things. Literally how me and Kevin became friends. So who would you is, cast as Jack Fenton? Jason Siegel. I can see that. Right? A little bit, yeah. That'd be kind of fun. My other guess was going to say John Goodman, but he might be too old, but who knows? Yeah, man, I haven't really seen him since Cloverfield. What else has he been in recently? I don't know. Is he's he just chilling? chilling? I think he's just chilling. Good for you. I Good mean, for you, John he's, Goodman. He's earned it. Bro, you have given us plenty. Do not even stress. Love you, Goodman. That's why you the good man. I mean, he would be good. Who else would be good in that That'd role? Be good one. I'm trying to think. I mean, if you if you can bring him back, you know, Chris Farley, obviously. Chris Farley is just good for every single role. Except that, for Shrek. True. I. It's so funny you mentioned that because I was literally listening to... Whoops. <laughs> um, I was listening to Bad Friends today, mm-hmm. and they had David Spade on as uh, a third uh, host. Oh, cool. For this one. And uh, yeah, he was just telling like a lot of Chris Farley stories and stuff like that. And they actually played a recording of Chris Farley doing... Shrek, Shrek lines and stuff like that, because he filmed or he recorded almost the entire movie. Yeah, he recorded up until the part of where Fiona's hiding in the cave to yeah. hide her to hide her ogre form. And I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the clips and everything. I'm just like, man, it's like this would have not worked. Yeah, it's like he's so he's so good as a physical comedian that like his voice, he just like wasn't really doing anything with it. Um, which you know, like, that's a big thing though. It's like that's I think that's a whole aspect what's appealing about him is like you need to see him in order to get the laugh out of him. yeah he is like um 
it's like if you ever like listen to a band and you're like oh this music's nice but then you see them live and you're like this is a goddamn experience like like kiss or something like that Ooh, or daft punk there you go um or honestly any edm band or anything like that like any dj or something like that like you need to see him to fully get him so the voice just wasn't cutting it Linkin park is pretty great live too Booyah. oh i've never seen them live it's oh, almost it's I, almost it's, almost, it's almost it's almost the same rest in peace man Ripey. rest in peace chester but not um Oh, I got real stressed there for a second. I mean, you could say anyways. You could say well, well, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so as previously mentioned, um, however, he was uh, almost done with the movie. They recorded it, and they wanted to get his brother uh, to finish off the last few lines, a la um, uh, Paul Walker in Fast Whatever. 70, 75. Oh, seven? Oh, yeah, I was actually seven. close with my fake guess. Good. Um, yeah, they wanted to get uh, Chris Farley's brother to finish off the lines, but he said he just like, it, it was like too emotional for him. So he couldn't do it. So Mike Myers stepped in and he's like, got this, baby. And then he threw a Scottish accent on it because apparently he's uh, part <laughs> Scottish uh, in his lineage. <laughs> so uh, he just went for it. That's and true. we got Shrek the way we got Shrek and he changed all of our lives, apparently. Oh, yeah. And he made Smash Mouth the thing. Yeah. That and Rat Race. Yes. Rat Race and Shrek. I want to say more Shrek than Rat Race, but... Although Rat Race great is movies. great. Man, Rat Race is... Y'all are lucky. You're getting bonus Rex. Rat Race. Throw that bad boy. <laughs> Sir, are you good? <laughs> I think this beer is drying out my throat. The beer is drying out your throat. There is a, a sip of water left in whatever water bottle it is. I don't know where that water bottle has been, so I'm not going to even touch it. For real. User friendly. Clean up more. Come on. But not um. <laughs> this is going to kill you. Dude. Those are my thoughts. This is murdering me, dude. Inside. I just want to say that we have left a field of where Danny Phantom is. So we got to bring it back. All right. Reel it in. Reel it in. We, we got to go ghost again. We got to go ghost again. Uh, I'm very skeptical, but... After talking about the possibilities, excited. With Paramount in charge, I feel a little bit more comfortable. We're going to see, man. We're going to wait and see. Actually, now that I think about it, I think there might be a comic coming out for Danny Phantom, which is like an official continuation. Oh, I would love that. But I need to double check that. Yeah, because like, I mean, you've seen a bunch of, you know, what if Danny Phantom 10 years later kind of a thing. Like Butch Hartman's done a few of those. And there's been a lot of fan ones as well. So, because you have Danny, and then you have Danny. Uh, Danielle. But they call her Danny, D-A-N-I. Yeah. So, um, there's just a world of possibilities with that. There's a whole, so many girls I want to see. Yeah, because, oh, God, I remember this one thing. Uh, Butch Hartman was like, oh, this is what I envisioned Sam will be like in 10 years. This is what I envisioned Tucker will be like in 10 years. And it was super cool. Yeah, the Sam drawing did not help out on Twitter. Oh, no, it didn't. It did not, sir. It uh, it was bad. It was bad news bears for all the right reasons, which are all <laughs> oh the ro- which are all the wrong reasons. So, uh, yeah, good. Uh, cool. I'm just holding my breath every time there's a live action. You know, one, obviously, one piece, especially for such Yu a beloved show. IP here, especially Danny Phantom. I was like, I just hope they do it well. Uh, yeah. If just, you need ideas, Paramount, hit me up. I dude, got you. seriously, ju- don't just do this movie to get money. Do yourself a favor and set up a franchise. Because you you already have it. Like, it is right there. Go out there and get people who love 
Danny Phantom. That's what I'm saying. You gotta get somebody who's passionate. Hundred. Amen. Feel the dreams. If you love it, they will come. Amen, brother. Amen. Could not have put it any better myself. Absolutely. But let's move on here over to some questions. Yes, sir. Question it's time, question time. time. Eric needs to write us a jingle. A little busy now. He but doesn't quest- get to be busy. Question time. For those of you who want to have your question featured over on the Diversions podcast, send your questions over to us at our Diversions 64 Instagram page in our question prompt or DM us or leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos with the word question. Or invent a time traveling machine, go back in time dig up a plot near a tree leave a cryptic note so that years later we find it and we can unbury your question okay i have to get way more elaborate with these question Jesus. scenarios <laughs> so the first question that we have here is coming from kayla and she is asking best soup to have during this cold season are you bleeding from your nose shut up best soup to have i mean there's literally no bad time to have chili is chili soup chili's chili dog but it's on the soup bar at work, so I'm counting it as soup. Mm, I mean, I, okay, fine. Okay, yeah. if, if we take chili off the table. Because it's, it's more solid than liquid. Yeah. I wonder what the... Is it is chili a stew? No. This, what's, wait, what's the difference between stew and soup? Dude, right? Does stew have vegetables? Bro, mm, but soup can have vegetables. Like broccoli cheddar. Mm, I don't know. There's stone stew. I don't know. Or stone soup. What's the book called? I forgot. Chicken, chicken soup for the soul, or whatever it is. That's a whole different thing, <laughs> guys. This is going to become a deep dive, and I will apologize in advance for any future soup talk that's going to come your way, because now I need to get into this, and this is great. But uh, wintertime soup, soup. What's up? Soup uses more liquid. Soup is more liquid. Okay, cool. Is chili a soup then? It doesn't say here. You know, the stew is just more chunkier. Um, so there's probably bigger pieces of whatever meat or like carrots, vegetables, and all that stuff. It, wow, one of the first results. All right. Though many people think of chili as its own category, it is technically just a type of stew with origins in Tex-Mex cuisine. Chili is not a soup, mostly because it usually is more solid than it is liquid. Very astute observation, buddy. With most chili recipes containing a majority meat and or vegetables that are simmered in tomato sauce. Okay. Chili is a stew. Soup. So give me your so soup. So we got soups. Oh my god, what's chowder then? Because I was gonna say clam chowder next. Clam chowder's a soup. But ch- is chowder's a chowder. Which which chowder are you thinking of? New England clam chowder or are you thinking Manhattan clam chowder? Sir, the only clam chowder. Oh, New, England. New England. Yes. Who, what kind of a psycho do you think I am? Are you kidding me? I've seen people buy Manhattan and I'm just like, how do you live with yourself? It, right. It's like, I think chowder's a soup. Because there is and there there's more <clears> liquid than there is solid my guy chowder is a thick soup let's go you. baby i told you clam chowder boom lock it my... in lock it. it in that's the only one uh backup minestrone Love me some minestrone that shit is so tasty all right all right and then i don't know see i i, I can't really do broccoli cheddar it's like too much cheese for me okay i can't really handle it's that. like you're eating fondue yeah I, I i don't want that in my soup you know what i mean i want that in my fondue I, I, I find don't want it. I don't like minestrone because I think I got food poisoning from it once. Uh, well, see, I used to live next to Mike's place, and they had the most banging soups. No, this, is, this was at Olive Garden. My mom ordered. ordered oh, I wasn't, that was your first mistake. I wasn't there to order. You you eat nothing but never-ending breadsticks and then maybe a bowl of pasta. But I wasn't there to order, so my mom ordered for me. She got me minestrone soup. 
Or was it Italian wedding? I don't know which one of the two it was. You know, it was probably Italian wedding because I don't want you to besmirch the name of Minestrone. It, no, we're going to go with Minestrone. You son of a bitch. And I got sick off of it. And I was just like, you know what? It was definitely that soup. But anyways, I guess my soups would be like the Latino version of chicken noodle soup, I guess. Yeah. But it's called Fidelios and Pollo. Ooh, actually, if we're going to go that route, though, um, Colombian Sancocho, that shit's pretty fire, too. Like, that's really good. Lobster bisque, I fucking love lobster Ooh, bisque. Ooh, good stuff, sir. Good stuff. That's a good one. Get you some um, some uh, lobster, red lobster, uh, lobster rolls. Dip that in there. <laughs> Another one is the Salvadorian soup. It's called sopa de res, which has like uh, spinach, cabbage, carrots, potatoes, and then beef short ribs. That sounds so good. It is delicious. That fe- that fe- oh my god, that feels almost Irish. Like I don't know, it's just all in there. Okay, all right. It's a really good soup. So I got I got to seek that out, man. That sounds delicious. I was eating it yesterday at my parents. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was nice. So good. I was like, this is delicious. Oh man, it. all right, cool, 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 cool. Good Especially because like when you get the meat, it just peels off the bone. Oh my god, give me some tender meat. And then the next question we have from Kayla, <laughs> she is asking. <laughs> she is asking ramen or pho. This, this question seems to be really aimed at you for some reason. I am so frozen on this one. <laughs> See, because I feel like you can do so much more with ramen, and it is incredible and delicious, but something about pho just, like, hits me in the soul in a way I cannot describe to you in any other way. I'm it, it, It's a coin flip for me, but I'm going to say 51% pho, 49% ramen. Like, it can go either way, and I'm going to be the happiest of campers. But something about pho just gets my soul right. You know what I mean? Especially if you, like, you're, if you think you might be getting sick or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pho. Throw some jalapeno slices in there. Let's just squirt that sriracha up in there. Load those uh, those bean sprouts up. Oh, my God. I'm getting so hungry right now. I've only had pho once. Really? It was it was it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. It was good. It was I'm pretty sure there's better pho out there. Probably. I'll I'll t- I'll take you to our spot. But I definitely after eating pho, I was like I 100% prefer ramen over pho. Yeah. Ramen ramen ramen's pretty good. I love man. ramen. I actually just had ramen yesterday too. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of appetite do you have? <laughs> ramen. Big appetite. You know, okay, clearly, clearly. I'm very broth based. Yeah. It was cold yesterday. What do you want me to do? It was very cold yesterday. You're right. That was the perfect meals to have. I had ramen earlier in the day, and then for dinner, I had sopa de res. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. All right. And then another question that we have here from Kayla, she is asking. Girl, you are putting in work this week. Thank you. Have you had an anime protagonist moment while playing a sport, and what was the moment? That's so funny, because I know exactly what prompted this question, and it was your soccer game. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, which one? Uh, the one we lost or the one we won? Definitely not the one you lost. <laughs> it's the one you won. <laughs> okay, because the one we lost, everybody was just off that day. I don't uh, know. Yeah, that, you guys look like shit. I'm sorry, guys, but get your act together. Just an off day for everybody. Anime pro tag moment. You know what I think sports. it was? I think it was the early start time. Everybody was shocked by it. <clears throat> softball. All right. We were playing softball in high school, and I remember we were playing out in uh, Clark Park, which, if you remember, is absolute dog shit. Uh, mm-hmm. That park is destroyed and awful. But we we were doing like you know class outside one day, so we were playing softball. Oh, because I was in tournament comp. I was in tournament competition class, which is just playing sports, s- sports after sports after sports. After yeah, because sport. my cousin was in that same class. Too. Hell yeah, brother! Wait, was I in his class? I don't know. I might have been. 
no, no, no. I, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in his class. Uh, I would have remembered that. So we were playing softball, and you know, I'm not like I'm. I love playing sports. I am not the best athlete. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. But I'm slightly more athletic than people think I am. But anyways, mm-hmm. I'm sitting out there. Yeah, right. So I'm sitting out there chilling in uh, like center field or something like that, and it was like after a big rain or something like that. And as I mentioned, Clark Park is dog shit torn up everywhere and stuff like that and it was just like a muddy field essentially we were playing playing on like you know when like the like the sand of like the infield kind of just gets wet and just becomes mud and then it's kind of like this perpetual like muddy sand situation yeah yeah it was one of those so i'm playing center field but like there's such a big puddle like like a lake in center field so i'm playing (laughs) really shallow i'm playing like short center essentially and so i think it was actually the uh the teacher of the of the class he got up for a swing and he cranked this bad boy and it was coming it was coming at me um pretty high arc and everything like that but it was dropping directly into the pool and so i went up and i did kind of like an odell beckham one hand catch thing and i caught it and i like I did like a JoJo's pose. Like I, f- I went back so far, like <laughs> matrixing. And so I caught it one handed over my head, full extension with all of my six and a half foot wingspan that I have. And I like caught it one handed and like, and then I came up and I just like had it over my head. And my whole team was just like, holy shit, how the fuck did you get that shit? Are you kidding me? And that was the one that ended the inning and went out to the game too. Nice. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Man, oh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Is that I'm your getting, only one? I'm getting like an adrenaline rush from that, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, there was that one. And then there was a lesser one that I had. Actually, I've had a couple of these. No, there was a lesser one that I had um, uh, back when I played lacrosse in high school. Uh, and it was only to practice, though. But it was like a, it was just like a scrimmage match. So, like, it was still a game of lacrosse. You know, we were still fucking going 100% and hitting each other and shit like that. Uh, but I remember because we had a really good goalie, Danny Wasserman. Danny if you ever hear this, you're my boy, and I miss you. Um, he, oh my god, he once played an entire season with a broken back, and he he just didn't care. That dude was like, I feel like that's not healthy. It's super not, but that guy was an absolute stud, especially for high school lacrosse. It's like, it's and he was homecoming king. This dude was, and he was the sweetest guy. Oh, Dan, Danny, if you ever hear this, man, hit me up. I love you, brother. So Don't you hit him up. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um. So we were, we had a really good goalie and everything like that. And, um, I usually played a D midi defensive mid midfield. So I wasn't really on the attack side of things a whole lot, but we were kind of mixing things up and like, I can play attack. I can play forward. It's, I'm just not amazing at it, but like, Oh, do you want the other one? <gasps> Kenny likes the beers. Crack it, baby. I mean, this is our long, longest episode in a minute. So that is true. We are having some fun right now. Clearly. That is aggressive. That beer I'm was scared ha- now. That beer was happy to see you. Don't look excited, old man. It's the beer, not you. <laughs> the old creepy man on the can. So, anyways, we're playing. I'm not really an attack person or anything like that, but I remember I got the ball. I fucking I did like a, a juke out fake pass, and then I broke this guy's ankles. I was diving towards the net. And, like, as I was about to get hit, because I was like, I don't know what to do right now. I have no one to pass to do. I'm just going to shoot it or whatever. And I shot it, like, like stick side hip hip height, which if you guys don't know, or no, it was uh, it was off, 
It was offhand side hip high. So if you don't know, when you're a goalie in lacrosse, you're not supposed to move it like across your body. You're supposed to like scoop it is like is like how you move the stick when you're making a save and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the path you're supposed to take. Which so if you hit it off stick side, like hip high, that's mm-hmm. literally the furthest you're you can um travel. Uh, so it takes the longest amount of time. So if you ever have to shoot a goal that way, go stick side, waist high, or off stick side, waist high, because that is the the hard shot for them to defend. Because if you do it uh, off stick side, like head height, they just they just flick it over. If if this makes any sense, this is gonna make sense to Kevin and to nobody else who's listening to this. I'm so <laughs> sorry, everybody. I like how you're still trying to elaborate. I'm just like I don't know how many people are gonna understand. You, I, is, I, I'm tr- I'm like trying to like describe it a little, bit, but like not really. But anyways, just uh, be like he couldn't protect the goal. Ex- exactly. So like I I put this ball in the perfect spot. He literally couldn't touch it or anything like that. And he actually squeezed his body to close off the gap too. So there was like an inch between like his body or like an inch larger than the ball uh between his body and the net so like i had to put it right there and so i like i threaded the needle needle perfectly and my coach who i've notoriously not done anything to gain any kind of accolades on the lacrosse team god i i was just i was just there because my dad wanted me to play a sport so i was just there i wound up dropping it for ultimate frisbee fun fact (laughs) he was pissed so Shoot it in. Coach is super happy. He's like, holy shit, McGuire. Back in the day, they called me B. McG. So he was like, holy shit, McG. That, I'm going to call you the surgeon from now on. That was precision. That was technical. <laughs> the surgeon? Yeah. So, the sur- so he called me. Does the- he know who you are? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so for like, and keep in mind, this is only for like three weeks he kept this up, but he called me the surgeon for a while. So that was that was another good uh, anime pro tag moment for me. Give me yours. I know you. I, I'm sure you have several. I have. A f- I do have a few, but I'm just trying to think. How can I pick? Which one should I pick? I just get uh, flip a coin. Pick one. All right. I guess I do have a softball one. Oh, okay, tight. I do have a softball one. So like back Remember in when the- you almost died when we were playing softball. When did I almost die? We had an asthma attack at second base when we were playing uh, at the after work league. We kind of attempted to start. Oh, that's because I inhaled like the dust. Yeah, like you didn't have your inhaler on you. You just like straight up died. <laughs> I was good after a few minutes. It's, it's a funny story because I used to suck so bad at playing softball. Mm-hmm. Like, I was terrible, terrible, terrible. I was picked last, blah, 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 like, all the time within, like, my, like, I want to say the league, but, like, people that we, we played with every Sunday. I was yeah. always, like, one of the last picks. Somehow, one day, I don't know, maybe this is magical. Maybe this is, like, what was holding me back or something else. But I get my braces removed. Get my braces removed. I didn't even know you had braces. Yeah, I had braces for four years. Oh, four years. Yeah, four years. That's all too of, many years. All of high school, I had braces. Poor bastard. I had. I actually. I somehow miraculously, I got him taken off before prom. Hey, what a what a goddamn rom com moment that is. Yeah, tell it to the girl I was dating at the time. I will give me her number. <laughs> no. She's got the weirdest text. I don't in the even world. know if I have it anymore. <laughs> Anyways, besides the point. He he doesn't, Dolly. He doesn't. It's besides the point. Anyways, once I got my braces taken off, somehow I feel like this is what was holding me back for some reason because like it unleashed something within me because I became so good at sports afterwards. Like, the braces literally held you back. Dude, I remember because we were playing. I was playing second base, and then someone hit a ground. Like I would, it was I wouldn't say a ground. Like I guess it was like it was a ground ball, but it was like one of those that like just drive across the floor like mm-hmm. super fast. And I remember seeing it. 
and I'm in running. Golf, we call those a worm burner. I'm going. I'm running to it to to get it. And the thing is, like, I I grab it, but I don't I don't grab it with my glove. I just grab it with my with my palm, basically, like my free hand, not the glove hand. Wait, what, are you wearing a glove during softball? Because we're playing with the. Are you playing twelve inch? Yeah. Oh, so it was that's co-ed. It was so weird. Okay, 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 okay. It was co-ed. They hit it. It's driving, and then like I, I run to chase it, and like I'm just thinking like, holy shit! I was like I can get this ball, mm-hmm. so I get it with my free hand. I grab it, I turn, I jump, and as I'm twisting and turning, I like twist my body, and like as I, as I'm in the air, I throw it, and it's like the most perfect throw you just could. Just right have. on, line. you had your Derek Jeter moment. Yeah. Oh. And it just bam out, and then after that, people were just like, holy shit! Where the fuck did that come from? Even I was just like, where the fuck did this? Come from? <laughs> you were now uh, unburdened by the braces. Remember that show, Brace Face? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining happened. And then, like, it's funny, because, like, when it was my turn to at bat, I don't know how. Just crank that bitch, like. (laughs) That ball fucking flew. Like Thor swinging Mjolnir at a goddamn elderly woman. I don't know why that was my go-to. I'm so sorry. I mean, (laughs) unfortunately, like, what sucked is, like, I used to be terrible. I think people would, like, close the field in a little bit. Yeah, that's so embarrassing. But then that day, I fucking flew that bitch. You're like, yeah, motherfuckers, back up. And then that's it, a really good feeling. Like yeah, after that, people were just like, "Oh shit!" Like this motherfucker can hit. And the people were just like, "Where the hell did you get this?" And I'm just like, "I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know what awake what awoken inside me." But like, it's it's here now. Go, Goku took off the weighted clothing. You know what I mean? The braces. <laughs> Rock just, Lee took off his braces. Rock Lee took off the the, the ankle weights. Piccolo threw that hat right <laughs> off. Like you just were unburdened and free. And then you another, became Monkey D. Luffy in that moment. Another one that I have. This is for soccer. I was playing with, I remember I was, I was just playing, this is back early in the days, like when my cousins, Eric and Ariel, were still in high school, they were coming up, but we had a team together, so we played. And then we were playing against the first place team, which also had like other friends of ours on that team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were like the championship team, like they were like, you know, everyone knew that they were going to, they were going to win the championship, whatever. That, w- that was like me when we played baseball. Like I was on the shitty team and all my friends were on like the team. <laughs> so, but this is like, you know, like, we, I guess somehow throughout the season we developed some sort of rivalry because we're just like we tied one we lost one and then this was the third game that we faced this this was it this was the deal breaker and so we were losing this game 3-0 already 3-0 we were losing it already unfortunate and so the coach puts me in he's just like he's just like he's like try to like (laughs) yeah do what you want to do no yeah he's like he's like try he's like try to do something whatever you can he's like whatever you can inspire then i'm like okay Game goes on. They're attacking. They're on our half of the field, and I see this one dude with the ball, and I'm and I'm running up after him. I take the ball from him, and then I turn and spin, and I'm dribbling down the down toward their toward their end end of the half. And then one of their defenders, who's like who's who's like my friend, so he comes up to me, and then I don't know what it was that implored me to do this, but I did what's called like the rainbow flick on him. Oh, the over the yeah. Oh, I love that. So I see him coming at me, and I'm just thinking like, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, if it if I if pull it, it works, off, it works. If, if it, it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pull it off. Oh, that's one of the by some sexiest moves in soccer. It's it's one of my favorite moves ever. It it works, and he's just he he's running forward, but because of all his inertia and everything, like he just he he can't stop on time. So he's just yeah. looking, and he sees nobody's ready for. He that. sees the ball like flying over his head. He's just like, oh shit. Yeah. And so after I pass him, it's just a straight run. Wow. Because they were playing with such a high line that if he didn't stop me, I had yeah, all that space behind all him. All the room just, to run with. Yeah. Wow. And so I that's just, cool. And I see that space and I just Bing! dart. I turn back the clock on time because I'm 
beating <laughs> down this thing. You've un- unlocked the speed force. <laughs> and so I'm I'm, cha- I'm pushing the ball forward, forward, forward. And then at one point, I push the ball a little too further ahead of me that is now in between me and the goalie. And I'm looking at the goalie where he's running. And then I see where I'm at. And like we kind of like meet eyes. And like, when, are we gonna chase? Like, is this becoming like a like shootout? We're both, we're, yeah, we're like we're both we're both like in between like 50-50. We each has a 50-50 chance. And like I meet his I meet his eyes. And once I see his eyes, I'm like myself. I'm like, oh, this ball's mine. It's high noon. And so like he's coming after it. I see him. I like flick the ball over him. And then it's just like it's just me. Oh, just, and, just a little lifter. Yeah, just a little lift. Oh, I love just a little those. Just those a are l- so satisfying. Just a little lift, just to get it over him, because he's like he's like sliding in to try to get it, and I'm just like, that's exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, you fucked up. <laughs> Wrong move, kid. And then like I I cut inside. I'm it's just me and the goal. And then like as I'm about to shoot, I see like w- one of the defenders coming in to try to like close the gap on mm-hmm. my shot. So I fake that shot. He just slides he just in front. broke his ankles. He just slides in front of me. I go another one, and then I shoot the ball, and we score. And I'm just like, it's 3-1. And then my teammates grab the ball. They're just, like, all amped up and everything. And they're just like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. It's like, you did it. And it's probably one of the greatest goals I ever scored in my life. Because yeah, that, I took this on. sounds magical, dude. I took on at least seven people to score this goal. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's that's good. That is a good one. You you picked the right ones. <laughs> that game ended in a three three draw. Hell, okay, so two draws and a loss on the table, but yeah. against the best team in the league. All right, yeah, good shit, brother. We could have won, but our last, I think, the last kick of the game, like uh, one of our, one of my teammates, he had the free kick, and then when he took it, it it hit the post. Uh, like that's such it's, a it's, bummer. Yeah, it was, it was, and I'm just thinking, like, damn, if like if we had the like the standard like professional square post, I'm like. It probably could have gone in, but because it was, oh, round, it was rounded ones, rounded ones, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny, man. Good story, good stuff, good the, stuff. The last one I have is from my game from two weeks ago. That that was the one. That yeah. was a hundred percent the one that inspired this question. <laughs> that, that probably was, was that was the one. the one that inspired this question. And I, in, I know for a fact. And <laughs> in this game, like obviously, I think we're up like what maybe like five one. Bro, or you were murdering them. I don't even remember. I lost. Not count. even six one, six zero. We're probably After they took away like two holes from you. <laughs> yeah, we're probably up like six zero at this point. And then I see the goalie, he picks up the ball and he's trying to throw it to his teammate that's coming. He's making the run. And that's when I see it and I'm I don't know, like I was like a hawk. I just intercepted. You I moved. really did swoop on that thing. You had some heat going into it too. I swooped in, I heat I take the ball, I like push it a little bit forward and I'm thinking and I look up to see and I'm like, okay no one's pressuring me fuck it i'm gonna let it rip i'm a, yeah because you weren't even that close you were kind of far off so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna let it rip and for me i felt like this wasn't the hardest shot i've ever had in my head but everyone else outside of me was telling me just like god damn that there was, was a, a rocket. lot of people in your way and you blew it past every single one of them because like all right so you picked up the ball i was i was there for this folks you picked up the ball like somewhere between the, I was at the halfway line you yeah you were like really close to the halfway line but then like right in front of the box there was maybe like two three four people like they were they were crowding you i was like oh kevin's i was like he's gonna pass and like there's gonna be a cool goal because like there was there was somebody over in the corner who was like kind of open but then you were just trucking you were on a mission you were like i'm kicking this fucking ball and you <laughs> fucking did you smoked that thing that's the thing like to me i was just like oh it's just a regular shot but apparently to everybody else i was like it was a rocket no you 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 came in there with intention and it was great. So it was really fun to watch, actually. <laughs> so I would say that those are my little three anime protagonist sports moments. That was good. Man, wow. Good question. That really got us talking. Yeah. 
That's awesome. We probably went a little overboard here. Probably the longest episode we've had in a while. Yeah, this was just a fun fine. one. It's fine. I mean, granted, a lot of it is just me fumbling over <laughs> words. So I'll, I'll try to cut it down as much as possible. Yeah, he's going to make fun of me. It's okay, folks. <laughs> but as always, we do appreciate you listening to another episode of the Bro, Versus we had podcast. so many more questions, too. This is going to be exciting for next week, too. I'm I mean, awesome. the other questions are from are from Kayla, and then one of them was from our other friend, Nava. But we can save them for next week. It's okay. Girl, it's okay. I, I, I appreciate you, Kayla. Putting in work. Thank you. And Nava. Nava, ask more questions. I like hearing from you. Yeah, we'll definitely save that question for next week when we have a little more time. Actually, well, maybe we'll have more time. We do have a guest in our next episode. Oh, it'd be a good question to ask them, then. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. But as always, we appreciate you listening to another episode of the Virgins Podcast. But most importantly, remember to have yourselves a damned good one. Later, losers.